Welcome, everyone, to the Sickos Committee podcast. This is our preview of Bowl Season Part 2, Too Bowl, Too Furious. That's what I'm calling it now. It's official. Forget it, Kyle. You know, I've actually never seen a Fast and the Furious movie. I haven't either. <laughs> Come on. I don't think I have either, actually. What? I've never seen a single one. <laughs> All three of you haven't? Yeah, no, I've never actually seen one. I feel like yeah. I should, though. I've told good things. I feel like I've seen like, a, a clip on cable. Yeah, probably. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, I knew someone in undergrad who just had them on, like, just always on. I feel like if I were in co- if I had been in college at the right time, that would have been on, like, my DVD collection or whatever, whatever that equivalent is now. Like, I definitely had the College Guy DVD collection of – I had – Fight Club. I had Moulin Rouge, which I guess is more of my kind of guy than oh, okay. the other guys. Uh, Boondock, Boondock Saints, a copy of Animal House, a copy okay. of, I had, what was, uh, Monty Python, Holy Grail, you know, the, the classic guy stuff. Guys, I also had the I also had dudes. the poster of all the ladies' butts, but they're all painted like a Pink Floyd album covers. Uh, the, pink, the Pink Floyd butts. One. Yeah, the Pink Floyd butts. Yeah, I, I, I for whatever like reason, that, that would maybe more of a, a a a ladies' dorm thing. But okay, the Pink Floyd butts. No, no, it's no. naked. It's like naked. No, it's naked girl no. butts. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, all right. I thought it was so unique because I had my <laughs> DVD collection that I tailored, and then I had the posters that I liked, and then I found out that every white dude of my age had the exact same collection. Yeah, your next door neighbor had the same. Exactly. Yeah, stuff. yeah, exactly. Same thing. Imagine having DVDs in college. I know, can't imagine that, right? <laughs> imagine having DVDs. Imagine there are having a few on my bookshelf. Not very many, but some. No, I, I, I again, I'm the elder statesman of the committee. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I had the VHS. I think I had one of those like storage tubs with like nothing but VHS tapes. Then I yeah. had the DVD player. I also had like the the giant tube TV, which was it was like a thirteen inch TV, but it was a giant tube. It also weighed, you know, four hundred pounds. It, it weighed like hundred and thirty pounds. Uh, I, I swear. It, it was... Did it have the antenna on the top of it, or was it not that? Ooh, was, did it have an antenna? No antenna. No, okay, oh. damn. I'm just excited because I want to announce. Our fundraiser. Last year, we got Nebraska as our team of the year. That's what our voters chose. And we did a fundraiser for a food bank in Nebraska. We raised, how much was it, Commission? A couple thousand? Uh, we got close to, I'd say maybe about 2000 I think we're at like $1,982 okay. in some odd sense. We were close, but again, we were extremely smaller than what we are now and um we could probably introduce everybody else that's on the podcast oh my god i'm so sorry yeah i'll cut i'll cut around that oh my god i'm so sorry you don't have to leave it in leave Leave it in in. leave it in in, mr mobile so with me tonight as always commissioner escalante and our guest tonight we have pit girl and we have go ahead pit girl sorry just saying hello i'm sorry and our new york representative andrew Andrew, how are you tonight? I'm very good. Uh, I think my official title is going to be Big Ten Correspondent. Okay. As if the if the transition of UCLA and USC goes through, I'll have three teams in one conference, which is a struggle, but we'll we'll get through it. And and two of them are major rivals, so we'll we'll get there. I'm sure. And who are and who are your teams so that the fans, so, everyone knows? So so my undergrad was at Michigan. My master's was at UCLA, and then now I'm in my PhD and I'm at Ohio State. So that was fun, and it's. Uh, Continue to be a struggle, so we'll 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 work on that. that hey, is... girl, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It is starting to be like actually wintry here. There was ice in the parking lot at work this morning. 
Keep your head on a swivel. I also drive a Volkswagen. So my car does the thing where it like dings at me when it's below 38-ish because it wants me mm-hmm. to be careful about ice. And I know this and I've driven a Volkswagen for years, but every time I'm like, what's wrong with my car? Why is it doing this? And then I remember that it's cold. Kamish, how are you, sir? I'm good. I, I think I found a method that has made me quite happy in putting up Christmas lights besides falling off the ladder. But I've done it piecemeal this year. So I've I've slowly added Christmas lights instead of doing like one full day of the Christmas lights. I've yeah. spent maybe like 30 minutes on every few days and, and just adding bits and pieces to the lights besides almost, you know, falling off a ladder again. Uh, it's been working out well. So, I mean, I did like a tree, uh, you know, put some inflatables up and then, you know, I, I stuck like the candy cane lights out today. So I'm now I'm done. Instead of rushing to get everything done at once and, you know, being sore for, I don't know, maybe like three or four days after doing that and, and climbing on up and down ladders and everything. So I, I feel like I, I've old man this a little bit. Yeah. And save myself some struggle. It's worked out well. I mean, it's December 13th. We still have 12 days before Christmas and I have all my Christmas lights up and they're going to be easier to take down this year. So I, I'm, I'm happy about that. Not to get religious again, but Christmas lasts through the epiphany. So yeah. I was going to say, do you leave you them up hold, that long? You got to keep I it mean, up through the epiphany. I normally probably take them down. I would say they make them to January 1st every year. I'll, I'll say that. Depending on wherever the epiphany falls, they may come down a day or two in advance. My mom is super superstitious about having Christmas things up after New Year's. Like you got to get everything cleared in the house by Jan <laughs> 1. Because otherwise the new year, like like you've brought bad energy over from the old year. That's like her one superstition. So we got to clear the whole house, which is weird. I'll go back to what I was talking about before. Before I was interrupted with introductions. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Why would we let the listeners know who's talking? No, we just we just or just voices in their ears. Well, we have somebody on the podcast for the first time. I figured we may need part. to introduce him. Yeah. Because Iowa is our Sickos team of the year, we are partnering with Community Crisis Services, which is a group out of Iowa City. They do lots of things, but uh, more importantly for us, they have a food bank. And so this year, we are going to sponsor the food bank. We'll post the link in the Twitter. And basically, the way it works is that we'll announce we'll announce the details if you donate one thank you very much you're but two if you send us your receipt we'll enter you into a raffle for a special prize and the more you donate the more tickets quote unquote you will have in the raffle we still need to figure out the exact numbers we'll get there i think we want to do a minimum donation x amount and maybe five or ten dollars minimum donation to enter and what we did last year when we were probably about seven times smaller twitter account wise maybe even smaller than that we raised nearly two thousand dollars for the lincoln food bank we bought uh, the official like sickos guy framed art uh we it's made it something and we we ship that out to the winner. This year, we may do something a little bit different. Maybe make the prize a little bit bigger. Just it's for a good cause. And we want to do it around Christmas because we feel like this is the most impact that the food bank donations will have. And then also try to have them going through the new year with, with a lot of impact uh, in the Iowa City area. Since the Iowa Hawkeyes are your Sickos national champions, we wanted to give something back to the city that, that hosts the Iowa Hawkeyes. They've been through so much with Brian Ferentz. They I know something great. I want to say that the phone call I made was one of the funniest I've ever made because I called this food bank. I got contact info. I called right after lunch. I, I was like, hey, because I never know how to like be like, hey, my organization wants to you know do things. So I always start very vague about these things. But I'm a group of football fans who support unconventional football and 
we this year we just you know Iowa was one of our favorites and she's like well that's okay Iowa's had a bad year yes that's right uh I I'm glad you guys are you're are chipping in because of that I'm like, okay yeah for sure she's like oh we can set up a, a link for your organization what's the name of your organization <laughs> <laughs> well, then you really have to committee. Commit. right we're the sickness committee and she's like can you spell that yeah I can spell that <laughs> and I, I explained it to her that this was voted on and that yeah, this is part of our our thing is that we sort of pay attention to sort of the weirdnesses in college football. And apparently her husband is a Hawkeye fan. She goes, well, I appreciate this. I'm not sure he would appreciate this. I was like, well, that's fine. <laughs> we have lots of Hawkeye fans that really do appreciate this. So we're going to we're, we're gonna roll with this. And so they're, they're very excited. I can guarantee you that that was not the weirdest call that some nonprofit development person has received. Uh, oh, guarantee you, guarantee you. Solely that. because of the John Oliver Rat Erotica painting fundraiser giveaway thing. Mm-hmm. If anybody watches last yeah. week tonight, that was a whole thing. And it did raise a significant amount of money for a number, for a couple of organizations in my neck of the woods, uh, which was awesome. We'll get this started probably the first day of bowl week of bowl season. So that's Friday. And we'll run it probably through the end of bowl season. And we'll let everyone know how it goes. But we plan to give you guys a heads up since you guys are the first ones that will hear about it. And yeah, this is just something we enjoy doing and giving back to communities that have given us some fun. I hate to start this on a downer. Head coach of Mississippi State, Mike Leach, passed away at the age of 61 last night and kind of shook a lot of us for a lot of reasons. I would have said 61 was a young age if I weren't 38. But now that I'm 38, I'm very much in the brain of, oh my God, 61 is a young age. I hope to still be a salty asshole at 61. <laughs> a lot of people have said a lot of great things about him already. A lot of people have said a lot of things that are not just... Someone help me find better words here of like... I, I, I'm just going to say this. The, Mike Leach was extremely complicated as a person. That's um, very good. Whatever type of feelings you have about... Mike Leach, it, it's completely fine to have those. I, I understand that there's some some things in his history you may or may not agree with. I, I kind of leave this stuff to people who are a little bit more talented than myself to say. And and I, I really feel like this general <laughs> relevant question came up is just like one of the reporters were ask, was asking Mike Leach, when people write the Mike Leach obituary, how do you want to be remembered? And Leach said, well, that's their problem. They're the one writing the obituary. What do I care? I'm dead. Perfect. So I've really enjoyed Mike Leach's style of football. I've enjoyed his quotes. So they could rub people the wrong way and, and sometimes... In dealing with the media, he was not always the best. Was he like a perfect person? I don't think anybody is. I am, Uh, just so we're clear. Okay, sure. (laughs) You can say that. I mean, for me, Mike Leach was, you know, the Texas Tech wazoo days of Mike Leach were ones that I I really enjoyed watching football-wise. For me, Mike Leach at Wazoo was the peak Pac-12 after dark age. Sicko's football viewing. Anytime Wazoo was playing and Mike Leach was coaching, that was must-see TV. You you had no idea what you were going to get, even though you know he ran the same offense and maybe like the same five or six plays, so to speak. But only, only maybe, maybe two plays. Maybe two plays. I mean, you know, uh, it's... Mesh and four vert. What more do you need? Yeah. I mean, really, it, it seemed that way. He's a beloved figure in, in college football. I mean, I, I'm going to miss him tremendously. It just, I really loved him, you know, being on the sidelines, the in, in between, like, the game, the halftime interviews, the walking away interviews. 
you really had no idea what he was going to say, whether he'd give you an impassioned speech on his love for gummy bears or <laughs> talk about if Sasquatch was real or not, his love for pirates. There's so much that, that could be said. And I mean, it's a tremendous loss for the college football community. And it, it's just, it hurts. It, it was rather sudden. It came out of nowhere. Bill Snyder broke it. And then um, unbroke it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know Did what happened there. Did he delete the first tweet? Yeah. He, he apologized for it. So, I mean, he may have had some inside information. Honestly, the weirdest thing about that whole thing was finding out that Bill Snyder had a Twitter. Right. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not afraid to admit it. I did shed a few tears uh, this morning. So it, it was very sad news to get. Just, just hoping for the best of his family. Uh, you know, Mississippi State family and the, and the team. I know they're gonna honor him well and just praying for the best. Mike Leach leaves a complicated legacy. I certainly didn't agree with everything that he said or that he believed, but you cannot deny his influence on the game. And the much smarter than than me and than any of us, Jane Coaston correctly pointed out that Mike Leach was the college football Twitter head coach in a lot of ways. The way that he would talk about other stuff, that he clearly had other interests outside of football, that he was funny, was felt very much like college football Twitter, and the sport is worse for not having him around anymore. Particularly when you consider his influence and the entire air raid, how mummy trees influence on the game, both in college and in the NFL and at the high school level. I am obviously not not old enough to remember when everybody's offense looked like Iowa's does now, but historians of the game tell me that that was much more common before Hal Mummy and and Mike Leach started started working on this at Kentucky so it is it is really 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 just a big loss I did want I think we talked a little bit about the quote about him about you know someone else is writing the obituary what does he care he's dead I would like to remember Mike Leach via the fact that he was always always funny always had something to say Uh, and share one of my favorite Mike Leach quotes, which is as follows. Quote, I hate golf. It's boring. I don't care where the ball goes. Golf's pretty much for people who don't swear effectively enough or need practice at it. I don't think that I do. There we go. (laughs) I think the idea that, Picker, I think that what you said about it being very college uh, football Twitter-like in terms of his other interests is right. The more you guys were saying it, the more I realized one of the reasons I think I liked it was just liked him as a, as a as a knowledgeable person about a lot of things is that he had somebody very interested he was clearly really interested in like we all have we all have our things that we can go just on tangents about because that's our thing at Wazoo he held a class called insurgent warfare and football strategy the best thing about that was the inter- to get into the class it was two essay questions each 200 words only the first question was can the british strategy in the malaya insurgency be used today and two is the wishbone a viable offense for the nfl why or why not beautiful and on to jump off on that point i got a couple of things um he was actually really close friends with the professor that taught that and i think that this shows you that he cared a lot about a lot of different types of people he was willing to talk to people no matter who they are, no matter if they had the wrong number, right? That's one of the anecdotes we've been seeing coming out. Um, And I wanted to just talk through uh, a game that I remember watching in his last year at Wazoo. Like I mentioned, I'm a UCLA fan and UCLA was terrible this season, but in on September 21st, 2019, and someone mentioned the Pac-12 after dark craziness with Wazoo being in games on Thursday nights, beating USC and, this one is the when UCLA beat Wazoo 63. I remember this or game 67 so clearly. 63. Yeah. It was a fever dream. It was like being on drugs. <laughs> and I'd like to go through five 
facts from the game, if I may, and then we can Go move for on, it. I guess. There were 1,377 total yards of offense. <laughs> the Wazoo quarterback, I think his first name was Anthony. Yes, was Anthony. Anthony Gordon. He threw nine touchdowns and they lost. <laughs> there were 56 total first downs. Both teams had the same number of rushing yards and the same number of first downs, which is a little trippy. Wazoo had six turnovers, which is probably why they lost, even though they scored 63 points. And UCLA had two receivers go for over 140 receiving yards. So God. that's the style of football that he brought us. And I, for one, I'm grateful, despite a complicated legacy. And he'll be sorely missed by all those who knew him and loved him. And, you know, I think that I think we all covered that kind of thing about the media, that he was like a friend to people because he was so willing to talk about whatever people wanted to talk about. So that made him really human for good and for bad. So I think we'll all, we'll all really miss him and his presence and his impact on the game. It's on question. You talking about that UCLA game just reminds me of Connor Halliday breaking the single game passing record at Wazoo under Mike Leach in a banger, like the peak Pac-12 after dark game. To me, I've talked about this game on this show before because I watched it on a laptop in my dorm room at Pitt at like three o'clock in the morning Eastern. Connor Halliday threw for 734 yards and lost 60-59 to Cal in 2014. God, yeah. Beautiful. There's so many of those kind of games. Yeah, I think the Wazoo Cal is the one that everybody talks about. That is like peak. the wildest Pac-12 North. It's not a rivalry necessarily, but just the games are always completely insane. I wanted to mention that he was head coach for the first time of a team in Finland. So what? the team that he was head coach for was the Pori Bears. So that's P.O. I did know this. Bears. Yeah. I'm looking to get records of this team in 1989. I can't no find anything about him coaching this Finland, like American football team. All I know in 1989, the champion was the Munka Colts, but it was not the Pori Bears. I don't even have a record for what his record no was. No record? What? No, I can't find anything. On the on this Mike Leach year in Finland coaching, so he it coached. looks Finland like all the sources that the Wikipedia page cites for the football team, and it's a stub. All the sources are in Finnish, so listeners, if, if you, you speak, speak Finnish, Finnish, we have we have listeners in Finland. I know that. I just looked today. It. Please let us know if you could find a record of the 1989 Pori Bears. I, I may actually have the wrong champion. There's there's first divisions of there's like tiers of American football in Finland. So I, I think he was in the first division. The I don't know. It could be the Kanomaki Whips that were the champions in 1989. I don't I don't I am searching and I'm trying to translate this live on the phone. Yeah, I don't even because I want to know. <laughs> Like what his record was in Finland. But I mean, he went to Finland for one year to be head coach. So his first head coaching year was, (laughs) I mean, his first head coaching year in his career was in Finland. I don't think there's any other coach that has been in college football like that. Probably the only person ever lived in Lubbock, Texas, Pullman, Washington, and Starkville, Mississippi in his life. So. And Pori Finland. And I Pori Finland. In Pori Finland. Yeah, he was probably one of the only people in Pori Finland, but that's a different that's a different thing. Lori, uh, no offense to Pori. I'm gonna look out. He was the OC at some a lot of sorry, the linebackers coach at something called College of the Desert. Yeah. Man. Hmm. Even, like even reading his reading his like by his like his coaching career. I'm trying to get the population of Pori Finland. Here we go. So eighty three thousand. There we go. So. And it's it's Apologies a, to all 83,000 of you. If you can find it, you. please, not that you live please there. somebody you enjoy it. If somebody in Finland is listening to this podcast, 
just just at the sickos committee if you follow us and let us know if you it'd be amazing if we could find like a program from the 1989 Pori finland bears how do you not know the teams of the vahalter league <laughs> Vahatra Liga. All right. I, I'm Probably sorry. I don't know that. better than your pronunciation of Mobile. Okay, yeah, yeah. Gonna, <laughs> he's just still going to get roasted about Mobile all the time. For the rest of his life. Always. Continue, continue about the Rely Quest Bowl. Mississippi State has said they will play in the Rely Quest Bowl. Rely Quest Bowl is the Outback Bowl of new. The, the quote is great. Mike would be pissed if we didn't play. The game is at a stadium with an actual pirate ship in it. That's about yeah. it. On some brighter news... University of North Texas has a new coach. He is the former head coach. Not well. Spencer Hall is pulling the strings from behind the scenes. The second bigger. He's he's the one also running the jazz party. Unfortunately. No, no. (laughs) The interesting thing is that one, this is the head coach from incarnate word before GJ Keen. So GJ Keen had been there for this only this year. And then three years before commission's turning his head at me. I I thought it was GJ Kinney. Is it Kinney? G.J. Kenny, fine. G.J. Kenny, and then the three years before that, <laughs> it was not as bad as Mobile. It's okay. It was North Texas's new coach. Oh my god! This is Eric Morris. Yeah. Now, if you are looking for Eric Morris on Twitter, <laughs> don't just try to look in Eric Morris. There's lots of those. He got to Twitter no, no, very no. late in his career because his Twitter handle is at underscore underscore Coach Morris. Clearly, you got to make sure that you find the right guy. This is an interesting hire for North Texas. This has a lot of local pedigree. He's from Texas. He actually went to Tech and had worked with Mike Leach at a couple of places. This past year, in fact, he had, not with Mike Leach, but he had actually gone out to to Wazoo and was yeah, Wazoo's he, offensive coordinator. And he took the quarterback with him, uh, Cam Ward. So yes. I, I don't know if, if Cam Ward may hop into the portal again and, and follow him to North Texas, but I, 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 don't, I don't think he should. But you I mean, know, old, again, old man Austin's gone. You got to find someone. You do. Yeah, they got to get someone. You do. And then, I mean, you can get back to Texas. I don't, I don't know exactly where Cam Ward is from off the top of my head. They got to check I, the minor league baseball rosters. Yeah. For, for Austin it, it was such a burn to keep putting up poor Austin on on his own. I got to learn his name eventually. Putting up his RBI every time he like every time he threw through a ball, they would post at the bottom like, "Did you know he's old?" And also, <laughs> here's his RBI. Like, come on, guys. He was in the New York Yankee system, and he never made it past. You know, it was just like, come on, let it, let it go. <laughs> just pass. He's literally a dad, and he's married. He has a kid. So, yeah, Austin, um, I think his last game is going to be the bowl game, and then he's going to try to go to the NFL. I'm going to be at that game. Oh, yeah. So I may need a old man, an old man card or something. You got to get, you gotta wow. get an autograph. I will. He was a second-round pick in 2012. Wow. Yep. Yeah. I know no, yeah, he's no, he's for being old, but he's pretty old. No, no, it's fine. He's no, he's super old. He knows it. I think the oldest non-kicker in <laughs> in FCS. Isn't, isn't FCS. Uh, Miami's punter like really old? I think it was like thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. yeah although there's these Australian punt defenders that have all worked in steel mines and paper mills, <laughs> and they come over and they yeah, they yeah. they do this for a couple years and then go back home. So we have our bowl previews. Like last time, what we're going to do is we will say the bowl name. We'll talk about it a little bit. And then we will present ourselves with an alternate bowl from our list of AI-generated bowls, plus the ones Kamish came up with. And then we will see where we prefer to choose them, or prefer to send them. Because there's only there's four of us and an even number tonight. We will figure out tiebreakers as we go. I have a suggestion. I, okay, oh. go for it. If they're a tie, aren't they a coin flip? Oh, they are. That's true. <laughs> Can we make the noise? 
Oh, of course we, of course we will. Yes. Did you like? It. Did you like my wheel sound last time? It was, yeah, nice. it was wheel tasteful. Sounded great. Okay. It sounded it like the the little spinner in the the game of life. It was actually a bicycle wheel. Oh, okay. So you put the <laughs> great. the cards on the spokes. That's and, what it's supposed to sound like. Yeah. yeah. To, oh. Our first bowl game we're going to cover in this second this set of bowls. Wednesday, December twenty first is the New Orleans Bowl. Kamish, tell us about your hometown bowl game. What, what do you mean? I've never, no, I, no, I've been to, <laughs> no, the New Orleans Bowl is great. I'm glad that they've put it in its slot again at 8 p.m. Central because they isn't tried this, one time. Isn't this usually on the first day of bowls? This is usually, this has traditionally been mm-hmm. on like that first like day first of weekend, weekend, pretty I would early. Say. Okay. It's, it's it, the first weekend. Uh, it, it tip, it's typically on it, but I guess they pushed it back a little bit. But they've put it in its slot at the 8 p.m. Central Time, which is is perfect for a bowl game in in New Orleans. You you don't want the bowl game at like 11 a.m. Which if you do, because pretty pretty much nobody's going to bed and they're going straight to the bowl game and go right ahead and hit your uh, a lot of mimosas at that bowl game. Some yeah. some mimosas are some some fancy spicy bloody marys if you if that's your thing, or just smuggling in ribs since we know we can take ribs into the Superdome right. now. Just smuggling. Did we some confirm breakfast it was one ribs. rib or multiple ribs? We, we never did. I still think it was did. a bandolier of ribs. We gotta, we gotta interview this guy. I don't, I don't. I mean, aren't we all technically taking ribs into a game? Oh, there you go. He just had some extras. Animal species. Mm -hmm. That's right. (laughs) So the New Orleans Bowl again is 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 one of the bowls that, like, when it first started, there was not a sponsor. There was just the city of New Orleans. The Greater New Orleans community was like, hey, let's let's do a bowl game. We already had the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. They were just like, why do we need another bowl game? In the beginning, the New Orleans Bowl really didn't have any sponsors, which was which is strange. Then they had like a hotel. Then Katrina hit. Then they had the New Orleans Bowl at Lafayette. That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> wow. So they had the the New Orleans Bowl at Lafayette. So that 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 fe- feels appropriate, like the University of Louisiana at Monroe, mm-hmm. the New Orleans Bowl at Lafayette, and then the sponsor that has never left them since 2006. It, it is the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. That's brand loyalty right there. Yeah. Re- because when you think of New Orleans, you you, you always think of trucking logistics. Mm-hmm. That's something that you really think about. In 2006, Arnell Carriers debuted a commercial for this bowl game, and they've used the same exact commercial since 2006. It is the same commercial every Mm -hmm. time, and I cannot find it on YouTube, but they will show it in the game. They will show it. Please show this one. Between between that and the Hershey Kiss Christmas commercial. Yes. I was just about to talk about the Hershey Kiss Christmas commercial. Um, I mean, is it? It's iconic. Also, the Hess truck. The Hess truck ads yeah. change every year, but that's mm-hmm. another one. Like mm-hmm. Hess truck forever. Does everyone have? Does everyone have a Hess truck in their home? I do not have a Hess truck, but I young oh. young pit girl wanted one. I have a Hess truck. I I don't have one in the in the in the house. I may need to get the the little one one for Christmas now. He's big in the Legos right now, so yes, uh, maybe a little Ooh, bit different. Has Legos. Has Legos. Who knows? So the RNL's carriers like the ad. It's just like an ad talking, and it's just like. They're on computers that look like they're from 2006, uh, <laughs> and they're on the phone. There, there's like the the receptionist thing with like the clear reception thing with the little mm. metal tip, talking about logistics and showing their massive headquarters, which is like like ten cubicles. But they've been the sponsor of the New Orleans Bowl for I mean we're almost approaching 20 years now. Yeah. Of the New Orleans Bowl, so it, it's it's absolutely amazing. This game is is always fun. It's a fun atmosphere. It doesn't necessarily fill up the entirety of the Superdome, 
but it fills up the bottom which is the loudest part. So all the sound echoes down in the dome and it's fantastic. This has been a Raging Cajuns home game a lot of times. A lot of the times, yes. Yeah, they put them there a lot. Yeah, so the, the Cajuns come, I mean, they're like, what, two and a half hour, like two, two and a half hours away from yeah. New Orleans. And they'll stay the night and they'll have a great time. Uh, it, it's great. This year we get South Alabama, who is coming from Mobile. <laughs> from Mobile. From Mobile, Mobile. Alabama. They're being mobile and traveling from They're mobilizing mobile, from mobile, mobilizing from mobile. <laughs> and then we get, we get big red on bourbon street. Yes. Man. Big red on bourbon. I don't care. Red, whatever you do, arrested, please open it no, up, hey, open up will. that bar and just pour the hurricanes in. Yeah. yeah right. Just like the again. like foot long drink thing. Yeah. Just put the, it, I want to see big red in the Pato's piano bar. Yeah. Um, you know, playing the piano. Please give me that. I, I want Big Red to get a lovely hamburger from port call grab a monsoon, uh, and then swing by Tropical Isle to get himself a hand grenade. So Make him a makes, crown of beignets. Ooh. It, I, oh, oh, Big Red with the powdered sugar all over his face? Oh, man. You, you're never going to... You're never going to... You're never like, getting that like out. He done so much coke. He <laughs> coke up lunatic. Who knows? It's coked up lunatic. Coke, I guess that's Coke more of a Miami thing. thing. So no, let's it, see. What, it's a big port city in New Orleans, so uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> let's see what our let's see what our alternate bowl is going to be. Our alternate bowl option is insert sound here. Clickety 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 clickety. Number six. Here we go. The human rifle bowl. <laughs> the location is undisclosed. The stadium is somewhere in the hills, and the the theme is never turn your back on the human rifle bowl. It will strike when you least expect it. This is in central Pennsylvania. That that yeah. it feels, or West, West Virginia. I was going to say or West Virginia way. in yeah. the hills. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the, it, it's in that. the Appalachians somewhere. So are we sending them to New Orleans or to an undisclosed location in Appalachia? I mean, some I, of I'm us really live terrified. in undisclosed locations. <laughs> yeah, true. I would be terrified to have Big Red roaming through the hills. I don't. I mean, you know, Big Rod on Bourbon Street. Would they hunt him for sport? I don't know. I'm going to keep him in New Orleans. But I'm biased because I'm from there. And I I would like, I want Big Red in New Orleans. Give me, give me all the Big Red in New Orleans. I want all the cameos. Western Kentucky, please, please. All the Big Red in New Orleans. The question that I have is that, is Big Red being hunted or is Big Red the hunter? This is the real question here. Important. It starts one thing. way and becomes the other. You know how that goes. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. that moment where the hunter becomes the hunted. Mm-hmm. Except We're playing the can't most see dangerous that. game, but with Big Red. Absolutely uh, correct. This big is very, very persuasive, but I am going to have to agree with Kamish. We'll send them to this bowl game next year, but for this year, Big Red gets to go to Bourbon Street. I'd rather the hunting spree occur in a place with delicious food, so let's go with New Orleans. I'm going to send him to New Orleans, too. So congratulations. You get to stay. You get to stay, <laughs> in, New to stay in New Orleans. And nobody hunts you down. Thank you, AI, for this terrifying bowl game. Can we shout out to South Alabama for a great season, too? Yes, oh, absolutely. Almost beat UCLA. Almost. Almost. Who knew that that was a marker of how good South Alabama was and that, you, not like, that UCLA was once again just cratered? Like, you know, it turned out good for both teams. It did. That was a great game in the beginning of the year. I think it was on the Pac-12 network. So, oh, it was. Like, 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 yeah. Me, me from Moldova watching. <laughs> Smart fridge. <laughs> so the next day, Thursday, December twenty second. You're building up to Christmas. I haven't left for my in-laws yet. It will be the Armed Forces Bowl. This is Air Force versus Baylor. Armed Forces. Armed Forces. 
Armed Forces Bowl. Where did that come from? No, it sounds Swedish. The Armed Forces Bro. Were you watching the Swedish Chef before you came on here? What's going on? Baylor. The best thing about this one, one, it's played in Fort Worth at AMG Carter Stadium, which is TCU Stadium. The coolest thing that I did not know about this game is the trophy is fucking fire. The trophy looks like a stealth bomber. It is sponsored oh, by Lockheed Martin. Cool. And, and before that, it was sponsored by Bell Helicopter, which is out of Fort Worth. And Lockheed has a big thing in Fort Worth, too. It's a pretty cool trophy. What if we painted it with is... to Black so it was even blacker? It would just suck in all the black. Yes. It's creating the singularity, yeah. but it's a bowl game trophy. This, this game is incredibly sickos just on its face. I know Air Force is in the game, but, uh, you know, who they're playing? Yeah. They're playing Baylor. Now, now, think about this if you're a Baylor fan. Which one of our followers did tag us in this tweet, so I, I don't know him off the top of my head, which I, I should have saved the tweet, but I did not. This bowl game is in TCU Stadium, so oh, no. Baylor oh, has to go to TCU Stadium while their rival, TCU, is in the college football playoff. <laughs> Yes. Oh, that's right. They were, that, that person was like, you want to know what hell looks like? This <laughs> yes. is what hell looks like. <laughs> this is hell. Well, I mean, you could not be bowl bound. How about that? I mean, this is, it's an incredibly sickos game. It's just, it's just ridiculous. Baylor also had kind of an under the radar sicko season. They had a three game winning streak and then a three game losing streak, including the last second field goal against TCU. They also played a wild game against BYU. It was a double overtime game. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty, pretty sickos team this year. And then Air Force looked like they were going to destroy the earth and... Well, they got changed. Hey, hey, no. They Air Force won the Commander-in-Chief trophy for the first time that is true. since 2016. They had a fantastic season. Did you see did you see, the, did you see the tweet they dropped right as Army Navy started? Yes, yes. They were like, it's home. Thank you, Air Force. Rolled it out. And then the best part was, so the, apparently Army Navy has a trophy, like it's just a smaller trophy. And they, like, there were stuff, like pictures of Army, like lifting it up in the locker room, whatever, whatever. And Air Force people were so salty, just, just constantly reminding, like, I guess you got that trophy. That trophy doesn't look whatever. And my only response was, how heavy is that trophy? <laughs> we got no one responded, but I assume it's less than 170 pounds. Our alternate bowl is the Fireworks Winnipeg Bowl Ooh. in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Oh. The stadium is IG Field, which is on the campus of the University of Manitoba. Is that where the Blue Bombers play? No, that's oh, not. Okay. That's a professional team, sir. Oh. Okay. The University of Manitoba's mascot is typing, typing. Oh no! This is the this is the classy bison. Hold up! I'll put a, I'll put a picture of it in the. Podcast. Oh yes, I know about this. This is the classy IG, bison. Yeah, IG Field, formerly Investors Group Field. <laughs> there it we is go. the home of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Oh, it is. Never mind. Yes. I'll shut my Ooh. mouth then. Yes, owned by Triple B Stadium Incorporated, the consortium of the city of Winnipeg, the province of Manitoba, the Winnipeg Football Club, and the University of Manitoba. The stadium is home to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, to Valor FC of the Canadian Premier League, to the University of Manitoba Bison football team, and to the Winnipeg Rifles, which is the, the a Canadian, Canadian Junior Football League. So it's sort of a Heinz Field situation going on, but smaller. Oh, yeah. You're, you're going to have to bubble that bison. Already. I put the fancy bison in the Discord. I love the fancy you're, bison. You're going to have to bubble that already. Oh, that is a very fancy question. The story of this game. Named for the 1998 song by the tragically hip, the Fireworks Winnipeg Bowl is the only NCAA-sanctioned bowl to be played under Canadian rules. Every first down, tackle for loss, punt, rouge, and field goal results in a single fireworks shell. Touchdowns are followed by a full three-minute display. <laughs> Beautiful. We have Fort Worth, Texas, or we have Winnipeg. 
Kamesh. Hmm. Wait, wait. So the name of the song is, is, is the name of the bowl is fireworks Winnipeg bowl. I know, but the, the tragically hip song is fireworks. I believe so. Oh, there it is. I want to get in the mood before I hear it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> it's a great dramatic pause. Yeah. Yeah, welcome to the Sickos Community yeah. Podcast, where you can listen to us Google stuff, and also mm-hmm. to me narrating Kamish listening to a song you can't hear. Mm-hmm. He's vibing. Uh, yeah, that's good. He's, he's bouncing. All right, I'm 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 sending him the Winnipeg. Okay, the there we go. Do it. Done. As as sickos as it is, but. Baylor has to play a bowl or theoretically has to play a bowl game at TCU. You sold me with the Canadian rules football on short notice. That's it. They're going to Winnipeg. I'm, I'm also going with Winnipeg. I feel like exactly what that girl just said about Baylor having to go to TCU. I think they prefer to go anywhere and let's send them to Canada. I like that. We're going to, they're saying they're I'm going. Now, to, I'm now also listening to the song. We are sending them to Manitoba. And additionally, so for everyone's mm-hmm. enjoyment, just on, on, regarding Winnipeg and then we can not this is an outdoor stadium and it is currently as of 11 p.m eastern on on tuesday the 12th 33 degrees and snowing and i'm sure baylor will enjoy that i think baylor would be completely fine going to canada to avoid playing in tcu stadium (laughs) i I think think remember we also established that we are we are not telling the teams until they're on the plane that's right so not only are you on the plane but then also by the way Here's the Canadian rule book. Here's what a rule is. Wait, 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 wait. How is Baylor going to go from just going across the state to getting on a plane to Canada? Texas is big. Texas is real big. Let's keep reminding them, like, Texas is so big. Waco to, I I guess, Fort Worth is is a couple of hours. Two hours, right? Flying? No. No, no, I'm talking about two hours of driving. Yeah, like two hours of driving. Yeah. All right. Okay, so you, get, so you get them, you, you say you're going to drive them. You get them on a plane that you have dressed up like a car or a bus. Okay. <laughs> this is really... I mean, what is a plane but a bus in the air? Right, ba- right, basically, right? Exactly. So then... So, so, but you can't have window shades, so you have to have panels on the side. It's going to take a lot of money, guys, but we can make this work. It's sponsored by the Tragically Hip. They can afford this. There we go. They've been, they're raking in that 90s indie money. I'm just picture, picturing Baylor getting off the plane and having like that cool runnings moment when the, the Jamaican mm-hmm. bobsled team got to Calgary and they immediately just freezing and they went yes. into the store to, to buy all the coats. And, and that's, that's what I'm picturing in my head. The ball swag is just parkas. Yes. We've got on Friday, December 23rd, two games. I am at my in-laws at this point, so I'll need some distraction. <laughs> Guys, I'd love, I'd love to sit here and talk about politics, but I have to go watch the Independence Bowl. It's got, it's got Houston and Louisiana Lafayette. These are two Talk teams. About politics with Dana. Yes. <laughs> basically, I figure I figure this is basically Dana trying to get some get some comps at Shreveport casinos. I, I got Dana in the Boomtown in Bozier. That's what oh, I, I got him there. He's he's across the river, not downtown Shreveport. He is in Bozier, living it up in Boomtown. He's staying at the, the Best Western. No, that's that's our headquarters. Yeah, no, they can't they can't know about that. No, all right. Well, our we'll very public headquarters. There would, be, public. there would be a breach of journalistic ethics. We can't do that, uh, even though we're at the Best Western on Monkhouse Drive in Shreveport, not not too far from the Shreveport Regional Airport. You know, for how regional out. is that? How regional is that airport? <laughs> All I know is when when I was in school in Monroe, Monroe had an airport with three gates. They only <laughs> ever they only ever use one. And all I know. All I know is Monroe Airport 
the bar was amazing. <laughs> they had they had thirty two ounce Long Island iced teas for like five dollars. And Dang. oh my god. god, the last flight coming into like Monroe is like at like eight p.m. <laughs> but the bar is hopping until two a.m. Fun row, baby. The Independence Bowl has been played since nineteen seventy six. The bicentennial. How amazing! Was, How appropriate! Um, I know everyone was. We really needed that after Watergate as a country. We needed that right. lift up yeah. of the bicentennial. Shreveport was sent to save us from Watergate. Said no, said no one ever. <laughs> I just said it. We've got, <laughs> we've got Houston, who has had a very weird season in terms of ups and downs. Extremely sicko. Everybody Wee. get on the cougar coaster. Wee. Yeah, and then and we down. have Louisiana Lafayette, who lost to their rival Monroe. That's right. That's all you really need to know about their season. Do you think ULM is going to put a billboard up on I-49 that the Cajuns have to drive up to Shreveport? And, you know. I would. Cajuns crushed. But then again, we all all know that uh, ULM is not known for, let's say, having money. Billboards aren't that expensive. Everybody can afford a petty billboard. That's true. Like, I I mean, we could probably afford a petty. We need to consider that at some point. A billboard. I wonder how much... Where would we? Okay, Happy sure. Yeah, Happy Happy maybe. put the sicko space in Times Square. There Done. we go. That's right. New white whale. Like like a crypto company, like a new crypto break, like a new crypto coin. We're advertising in Times Square, guys. Sick coin. We have the Independence Bowl and all the good things that come across with Shreveport: the gambling, the drinking, the Dana Holgerson in an upturned riverboat trying to commandeer it and sail for international waters. Can he get to international waters from Shreveport? I'm looking at what the nearest international port is to Shreveport. I think, Mississippi? Can, I think he can get down the Sabine. I mean, it's not that far from from uh, Mexico, is it? Hmm. No, I mean, if you're getting to Mexico, he's got to get to international waters. We're not talking about getting to. Oh, I thought it was on the. I thought that was on the Mississippi. No, that's on a different river. Oh no, it's on the other side of the state. So, okay, uh, Monroe's closer to the Mississippi than 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 Shreveport. But yeah, they probably have to float down the Red River uh, into the Sabine and then get all the way down, pop out by. Like Beaumont, Texas, and you're in the Gulf. Just imagining Dana fording a river like like an the Oregon old, Trail, like yeah, Mark absolutely. Twain movie, yeah. He's got it. Or Mark Twain book, rather. I wonder if so, Dana will be at Louisiana Downs for some off-track betting. Ooh. He's yeah. already there. So our alternative, alternative, I said that weird. Our <laughs> you alternative, say a lot of things weird. You're having, Apparently you're having, I do. You're, you're like self-conscious about pronunciation now. It used to be me. I have the yips the, now. The, I've got the yips. <laughs> Yeah, well, the... I have an idea for an off-season game also as a side note, and that is that Beth and I draw up a list of like towns in Pennsylvania and have you guys attempt to pronounce them. Oh, oh yes. Christ. That sounds great. I'll, 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 I'll do that, but we'll also we'll also do Texas ones. Okay. okay, and then I will come in with Louisiana. So I can't, man, I can't do Louisiana ones. Oh, come on, let's go. Yay, you're going to make me play. Y'all get to play too. Our alternative <laughs> bowl is... The Brill Cream Bowl. Brill Ooh. Cream Bowl. All right. Played in Birmingham, England. Hmm. This is at St. Andrews Stadium. Brill Cream is a famous hair product that caught on in the U.S. in the 50s and 60s and attempting to make a comeback in the U.S. by sponsoring a bowl game. Bowl game participants will receive product and free hairstyling sessions as part of their bowl game festivities. There will also be a sock hop. Oh, man. All right, two Dan. things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is Dana allowed to leave the country? Oh, <laughs> man. Need- does, we don't does know. Dana need free hairstyling with his uh, hairline. I don't know. I want to see if what Brill Cream can do, because apparently their slogan in the 1950s is "A little dab will do you." 
can it wrangle in the Dana Holgerson hair? Did you guys tell that I dabbed? I don't know that anything could wrangle it in Dana's Dana's hair. I don't know, man. If it can, Brill Cream could be making a comeback in the United States. Pit girl, where are you sending them? You know, this Birmingham is enticing, but we we can't not have a bowl game at our headquarters. Dana will remain in Shreveport, thereby not causing any international crises. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. No international incidents. Send the Shreveport. I feel like if Dana winds up in Birmingham, England, he could be prime minister for like a week. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, Boris Johnson lasted a while, so. He, they, I, I don't know. They got the same style hair, I guess. Uh, <laughs> no, we keep it in Treeport. This is our headquarters. This is our spiritual home. Definitely, definitely. I love that old billboard. <laughs> The remind, perfect remi- Christmas tree. I just, I just dropped something in the Discord. Remind me, um, I kind of all of a sudden want to put a Dana, do this ad with Dana Holgerson in it. <laughs> oh my oh god, no. that's, a, that's a really easy Photoshop. Hold up, I'm throwing the Photoshop suggestion so I remember. All right, do it for the listeners. Uh, it. it is a, a 1950s ad with a disembodied head. Check the Twitter. I will. All, I'm also going to have them in Shreveport because that is our spiritual home. On that same Friday at 5:30 p.m., we have the Gasparilla Bowl. <laughs> Is it Spanish? No, no, it's Gasparilla. Oh, it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's like it, faux Spanish. Okay, it's, come on, it's Northern Gasp- Florida. They don't. Gasparilla. You have to get the th in there too. It's Castellano. Gasp- Gasparilla. <laughs> I went to Spain for summer and I ate the guacamole. It was delightful. <laughs> this game is the one that has had so many different names. This is the bitcoin bowl this is the but this was the bitcoin bowl before before crypto took over all the naming rights bitcoin in 2014 yes i was what if i could the mascot for that bowl that yes, mascot I was costume just thinking i about that if we could ever hunt it down i don't remember that yeah look it I'll, up i'll it's, put a picture in the cool. discord god it's good it's crazy this used to be the saint petersburg bowl sponsored by logo is good with the the bridge sponsored by magic jack yeah, that was that was that was a uh, fake fake long distance uh, st- theft. Yes, you could you could call through your computer. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, and, and this was and this was the long the by long I mean four years of Beefo Brady Bowl. Yeah. Oh yes. And the original Thanks. Bad Boy Mower Bowl. The original oh. Bad Boy Mower's Bowl. So this and this it, one and this is also the one that used to be in the fucking Tropicana Dome that was yes. so awful. This oh, bowl God, game has everything. So bad. Put the bowl game so back bad. in the trap. Do it. That was the worst. I think yeah, it was thing- funny when the Bad Boy Mower sponsored the game for the first year. It was in the Tropicana Dome, and so that was even more hilarious than what it what it is now. And oh, then God, they made I do them remember move the Bitcoin it to- mascot. Oh, it's great. God. It's got the shutter shades. It's like very of its time. Yes, indoors in 2014. Like again, this is so far ahead of its time. It did not even know this one is now played outdoors at Raymond James Stadium. Blah, which sort of turned it into sort of a meh bowl. But we have Mizzou and Wake Forest this year. I I just I, want to read about this bowl's tie-ins. Go for it. Okay, so this is <laughs> the ultimate wild card bowl game. You, you want to know why? Because why? just listen to this list of tie-ins of conferences that somebody could go to this bowl game. Okay. So as of 2020, the football season, it could feature teams from eight different conferences, as well as two independent (laughs) army and BYU. You could get the ACC, the big 12, the PAC 12, the SEC, the American conference, USA, the Mac and the mountain West. 
The only two conferences that do not have any tie-ins to this bowl game anymore are the Big Ten and the Sun Belt. How does the Sun Belt not have a tie-in to this bowl? Yeah, this feels very Sun Belt. The Big I'm Ten was like a Mac Pac-12 matchup the, like we so had good. in the Sun Bowl. The Mac-12, the Mac-12 matchup. Definitely. That Central Michigan and Wazoo didn't Central beat them. That was in yes, the Sun Bowl. Yeah. Yes, they did. That was the 2020 bowl season, which was a blur. I, I, if you put a gun to my head and asked me how Mizzou, how Mizzou's season was, I don't know that I could tell you. I lost that six. weird one to Auburn, and that's it. That's the only, that's thing, the only I know. thing I remember. And oh, they hey, Georgia close. Speaking of Auburn, hey, Pickerel, did you see who's taking a, a, a trip to Auburn? I did, and I'm trying not to engage. I don't because know. Auburn's head coach is still Auburn's head coach. My dad... It only refers to this bowl game as the Beefo Brady Bowl. Whatever the sponsor is of this bowl, no matter what, it is the Beefo Brady Bowl. That's um, correct. That's it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It, it's it's kind of like, you know, you get older and you just stick to your same whatever you wear, you know, same style shoes or whatever. My kid picked up my DS the other day to like play it. And I called it a Game Boy. <laughs> Like an old man that I am. Like my parents called everything a Nintendo. I called it a Game Boy because that's just what I went to. My, so yeah. My, my this is also very like Pennsylvanian in that it's pronounced Heinz Field. The Carrier Dome is pronounced the Carrier Dome. Just how it do is. We all know, just to bring it back to the, the game and Tampa itself. Do we all know about the Gasparilla Pirate Festival, what the game is now named after? Do we know yeah. about this? It's their it's, Mardi Gras, right? It's, it's yeah, basically- yeah, basically. It's Mardi Gras on boats. That's and everybody's dressed up as pirates. So it it, it feels like bourbon street. Gasparia. Yeah. Gasparia. Gasparia. Gasparia, Gasparia named well, after Jose mid- Gaspar, known by his nickname Gasparia. So you're actually maybe correct about the pronunciation, although he himself is apocryphal. It's only Gasparia if it's grown in the Gasparia region of Spain. <laughs> yeah. Just, Which is just actually otherwise, otherwise, otherwise it's sparkling pirate. So what is <laughs> How would you say Tampa in Spanish? Tampa. 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 Oh, Tampa. this is like people pronouncing Tampa. 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 Yes. Tampa. <laughs> <The> <laughs> I want to go, go to the, Ibiza. <laughs> Ibiza. The, the other team, everyone has said Tampa is the Ibiza of the, of the Gulf Coast. <laughs> people have said this. If you take a pill in Tampa, you're probably going to end up in the ER. I'm just going to say. <laughs> don't, please don't take pills in Tampa. Don't do it. You'll wind up at Bush Gardens. How did Wake do this year? Did Wake have an okay year? Seven and Wake five. Wake had an okay year. So Wake six and six, thing. seven and five, SEC and uh, and ACC. That's that's sort of. You want to talk about like like the the bowl season games that I just always forget. It's these kinds of games. It's like the six mm-hmm. and six, seven and five power, power teams. Yeah, you're right. Just like ah, oh, okay, fine, sure. Yeah, Wake was Wake, Wake was, aren't power teams. But. Yeah, and like Wake was good last year, but Sam Hartman did not have as good of a season this year, and like they were fine. Well, apparently he had to take out a piece of his rib or something. Yeah, is, is yes. he playing in this game or is he yeah, transferring? I believe he's playing. I haven't heard him opting out or going to the NFL draft. So while he looks that up, I have our alternate bowl. It is the Choo Choo Bowl in Chattanooga, oh, yes. Tennessee at Max Finley Stadium. Ooh. I'm in. Teams are required to take trains into Chattanooga rather than fly or bus. Okay. All events other than the game itself are hosted in the Tennessee Valley Railroad Museum. Hmm. So we have Tampa or we're putting them on trains to Chattanooga. The Chattanooga Choo Choo Bowl. Mm-hmm. Andrew, what are you feeling? This is really hard. What number is the... Oh, here it is. I found the choo-choo ball. I think it's 17. <laughs> yeah. What a 16. sentence. Man, this is good. But the Gasparilla 
is also good. So I'm going to keep them in Tampa. Keep them in Tampa. I, as a as a native of an area very close to the Strasburg Railroad, I got to vote for the trains. We're sending them to Chattanooga. We already have a, another bowl in Tampa, which I believe is the formerly known as Outback Bowl. That's the Outback Bowl. Yeah. That's the Hall, that's the Hall of Fame Bowl. That's what I call it, sir. Yes. <laughs> true. Okay, Grandpa. The Hall of Fame Bowl. No, we'll make the bloomin' onion. If they had a really catchy theme song and it's just the Chattanooga Choo Choo, I'm, I'm gonna go with. Yeah, they're going to Chattanooga. Let's send them to Chattanooga. Do it. Okay, so then my vote counts this time. Hmm. Your vote always counts. I really like. I'm in Texas. My vote never counts. I really <laughs> like trains. So they're going to the Choo Choo Bowl. By the way, I looked up Sam Hartman. Two of his last four tweets are about NFTs, and there's no information about if he's opting out or not. There we go. Bitcoin Bowl. Mm-hmm. The Bitcoin Bowl. That's perfect. <laughs> Way to go, Sam. So congrats, Wake Forest and Mizzou. Get on the train now because you're going to need some time. Guys, I'm so excited to tell you on Saturday, December 24th, the tradition is back. After two years off, we're going to get a Hawaii Bowl. Yes. I won't have to, guys, my in-laws, I'd love to sit here and talk about, <laughs> about how anthropomorphic climate change is fake. I love having a conversation <laughs> with you every year. It's so much fun, but I need to watch the Hawaii Bowl. Anthropomorphic climate change, climate change that we have, we have peopleized. We, we think the climate change is people. Are they really, are they really big fans of Captain Planet? Yes, they are. Apparently <laughs> <Okay>. so. <laughs> This is Mitsu and San Diego State. And the best part about this game is that you have to remember which bowl this is. Because this is the Hawaii Bowl that started in 2002. I'm going to try to say this really fast as like the Micro Machines guy or the end of the commercial credits when you're trying to finance a vehicle. So I'm going to try to do this. I don't know if I will be able to, but I'm going to give it a shot here. The Hawaii Bowl is not affiliated with other bowl games previously staged in Hawaii. The Poi Bowl, 1936-1939. The Pineapple Bowl, 1940-1941. 1945-1952. The Aloha Bowl, 1982-2000. And the Oahu Bowl, 1998-2000. Or the Hula Bowl, All-Star Game, 1960-2008, resuming in 2020. While the Aloha Bowl tried to move to San Francisco, California, it, and it was decertified by the NCAA, the Oahu Bowl was moved to Seattle, Washington. It was held for two years as the Seattle Bowl before losing certification in 2002. <laughs> in our dock, it's also in small font, everybody. So to keep why on. Why was it the Poi Bowl? Of all the things you reached for, Hawaii, Poi? That's what you reached for first? I like Poi. I'm, I'm a Poi That's fan. Taro. Maybe Taro it's in the piece. spirit of like the original bowl games where it was an actual bowl full of stuff. Yeah, the Pineapple Bowl. That's that's the best. Like yeah. Pineapple Bowl is great. Yeah. Fair enough. But the, the logo with the, the top of the football being then becoming a pineapple is excellent. I'm it's so one of my favorites. This is the one last year. Shout out to the Easy Post uh, social media team. Because when the game the game got canceled like last minute last year, and so it was just a day of him like taking pictures of walking around the stadium, taking pictures of all the stuff there. They were giving away T-shirts online. It was great. Boy, I sure wish the teams were here. Yeah, it's an unfortunate one. Oh no, this you got to hang right. out on the beach and live tweet a live tweet a game. This was this is going to be at Hawaii's current stadium, which is their on campus makeshift one that they're using for the next couple of years until they can build a new Aloha Stadium. The Chang Athletic Center? Yes, the Chang, the Clarence C. C. Chang Athletics Complex. Complex, yeah. It's a it's a track with a football field in the middle and they put up some bleachers. 
Yeah, it, but it, but it used to have like no bleachers, so this is a big. Yeah, they put up, they added bleachers. I think they improved the capacity from like two thousand seven hundred to almost ten thousand. It's almost ten. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's I think it's like ninety seven hundred. I mean, once the Aloha Bowl renovations are complete, which should be a few not years, reno- not renovations. Oh, I mean, a whole new ass stadium, whole new and stadium. Sorry, and it's okay. going to be a while because it takes a long time to get construction materials to Hawaii. Yeah, and appa- apparently, who would have thought this? Building things in a heavy saltwater environment with lots of that in the air makes metal corrode really fast. Hmm. How about that? Like, I remember when they condemned Aloha Stadium, and it was just like one. It felt like just like one afternoon. They were just like, "Oh no, we can't do this anymore." Like this, yeah, this did thing- you see the pictures of how eroded the the yeah. inside of the stadium was? It was terrifying. We'll get a new one of those. The teams are Mitsu and San Diego State. Mitsu, who had a very confusing year, which included beating Miami, which was well, probably the least confusing part. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have San Diego State, who really embraced their inner Brady Hoke, had one of the worst offenses we've seen, and that includes Iowa. But their defense <laughs> was pretty good. How many different quarterbacks did they have play? They had At a safety. Three. They had a safety playing quarterback for a few games. That's awesome. Against Boise State, it was just a disaster. I think like two guys got hurt. I I don't remember all the details, but it was rough. So our alternate bowl is, it's going to be hard to get them out of Honolulu, I'm afraid, but we'll see. Number two, the Resilience Fashion Bowl. Ooh. This is in New York City at Yankee Stadium. Hey. And is to demonstrate the strength of resilience fabric products. The uniforms will be washed at halftime to show no grass stains in the second half. <laughs> How long so, is that halftime show going to be? I, you know, with with OxyClean, it'd go real fast. They've got the Billy Mays like, here. industrial washing machines, I guess. Yeah. And like a jet dryer. No, a, li- a literal jet backed up to just like hold oh, the yeah. shirts in front of it. Yeah, like they got somebody standing in front of like the NASCAR jet dryers, which are literally just like jet engines getting towed by a pickup truck. Just somebody standing there holding the jerseys up. <laughs> that shit always looks so like jury rigged as hell. Like, oh yeah, I see those things. And I'm just like, oh God, this is jet feels just sort of like not being contained very well. You guys ever see the time that Juan Pablo Montoya like straight up crashed into one of those and it lit the track yes. on fire? Oh yeah, like just like like, no. like fireball. As soon as you mention the jet dryers, I the image of Juan Pablo Montoya hitting the jet dryers popped in my head. That's synonymous with any time somebody mentions. Honestly, I feel a little bit bad for him because he's a very accomplished like race driver outside Whoa. of NASCAR, but he's only ever gonna get remembered for that. I'm watching the video without sound. Oh, it's. It's just a giant, it's a giant fucking fireball. Oh my God. So much fire. Everyone was okay. So it's funny. Yeah. It's yes. funny. Yeah. Thank uh, God. Mish, are you sending fire. them to New York or to Honolulu? All right. So middle Tennessee has already been to Miami, right? Yes. So they got Miami beach. San Diego state is, is in San Diego. Mm-hmm. So they got the San Diego beach. Do I want to send those two schools to, to Hawaii for uh, another tropical vacation no i am sending them to yankee stadium i I want to see this you're going to yankee stadium i'll probably get outvoted but i'm sending them to yankee stadium hey girl what are you doing Kamish makes an excellent point i also like the the sponsor gimmick of of the new york game but we don't need two games in yankee stadium if this game was at city field i'd be interested as it is let's send them to hawaii andrew yeah as a mets fan i 100 percent agree if the game were at city field i'd be rooting 
for it, but because it's another game at Yankee Stadium, let's send them to Hawaii. I'm going to send them to Hawaii as well, but only on the fact that they're in Murfreesboro so many other months of the year. <laughs> Let them go to Honolulu. So then we have a day off. I believe the day off is called Trist, Trist Mass? Trist, I don't know. It's some holiday. Christmas. Yeah, I've never heard of it. The day on which we celebrate Wisconsin's former head coach, Paul Christ. I was going to say, did you just say Christmas? It it feels like another slogan for Taco Bell. I was going to say, the day in which we celebrate the live moss lifestyle. I'm at the the church. I'm at the Taco Bell. I'm at the combination church and Taco Bell. So we have a day off. And then. Coindrop Supreme is just another name for God. (laughs) (laughs) What is is a churro but a Eucharist? The the, the Eucharist is a cinnamon twist. Yeah. But, no, but seriously, cinnamon, what if we got the Eucharist. what if we got the churro like blessed? Does it count? Yes. Does it transubstantiate? Yeah, Catholics say yeah. yes, absolutely. Anything's for transubstantiation. There's a really yeah. great there's a there's really great like uh what is it the alignment charts that are like how structural or how whatever, but for <laughs> Eucharist and the top corner is like only unleavened bread can be Eucharist. The bottom corner is like like Jello can be Eucharist or whatever. Oh, that's so good that one. <laughs> Then we get to Monday, December 26th. You're all full. You're tired of dealing with your family. And then at 1.30 p.m., 1.30 p.m., the light shines. And guys, we get the quick lane bowl. Yes! Bowling Green and New Mexico State. I'm so excited. Two two of my favorite teams this year. I've been railing for Bowling Green all year. You've given me grief Scott all Loeffler year. Scott Loeffler lives. Yes. Scott Loeffler lives. He's maintained his job. Bowling Green lost to an FCS team in seven overtimes. They still made a bowl. They still made a bowl game. New Mexico State just, I mean, survived the Sickos Committee actually going to Las Cruces. <laughs> and then went on a winning streak after we left. Mm-hmm. I mean, four in a row to end the year. Or is it five in a row to end the year? It was a lot. Yeah, they beat Valpo, so. New Mexico State tweeted something that said that Diego Pavia got Heisman votes. I haven't seen the full ballot. He wasn't That's in the amazing. top 10. Don't but care. He was, the first, he was the first New Mexico State player to receive Heisman votes. So when we jokingly tweeted, you know, Sickos Committee vote Diego for Heisman, somebody listened to us. Somebody oh, that had a Heisman vote listened to us. Which, <laughs> again, we are, we are, think and influencers of the college football world at this point. Which think fluent, think fluencers. Think, we're think fluencers. Heart, we're just the heartbeat of the, the real fan. You know? That's right. Thought leaders. I just want to take a Can't second to, to appreciate the Quick Lane Bowl as the Quick Lane Bowl in large part because Pitt got sent there in 2019 and the quarterback for Pitt played Eastern Michigan in Detroit in that game. I the remember this game. The EMU punched a ref in the fourth quarter and got ejected. And it's the only thing that's, that's so memorable but memorable about that game, but it rules. Jesus Christ. It was it was it was at Rowdy the end of the game. Hell. Jesus Christ. It was, it was like oh, yeah, there were like no. 30 seconds left in the game and he was just yeah. mad and like punched the ref. It was great. He was trying to punch the air, but he fucking laid out the He was trying to ref. punch the other player and the ref got in the way. So <laughs> it was much. yeah. I mean, it, it was amazing. I th- I believe- he was trying. To, oh yeah, he was trying to punch the guy from Pitt. I'm watching it again. Yes. Was, he just was lays this out the ref. 
Was this the Little Caesars Bowl? It was okay, not so... then. It was the Quick Lane Bowl then. Pitt had gone to it when it, when it was the Little Caesars Bowl also. And I remember okay. that because James Conner was still at Pitt then. And they put him in at defensive end and he almost got a sack. And it was awesome. Incredible. So the Little Caesars Bowl was different than the Quick Lane Bowl. The okay. Little Caesars Bowl was sponsored by Little Caesars and you couldn't get Little Caesars pizza in Ford Field. That's right. So that they folded, uh, I believe, in 2013. Okay. And then the Ford Field Detroit Lions folks associated with Quick Lane Bowl took over this bowl in 2014. So it's not the same people that run it, even though there's been a continuous bowl game in the Ford Field site. Okay. Our alternate bowl. Everybody got that? Yeah. Our yes. alternate bowl for these two teams is going to be number 29. That is the Psychotic Step Bowl. Oh, my God. What? In Summerfield, Maryland at FedEx Field. Oh, God. Okay. No, never mind. Hold up. We did, we, we did this one already. No, it said 29. Hold up. I was on the wrong one. My bad. Oh, okay. 29. The Temple Discover Donuts Bowl. At no, Temple, got a preview of 28. Temple University. This is Lincoln Financial Field. This bowl game was created by Temple to remind people that they are in Philadelphia, that they needed a co-sponsor, and luckily Discover was willing to step in and sponsor the game with their new donuts plan that gives you 0% APR for the first year and extra cash back for every purchase you make at a bakery. This is their response to Capital One Cafe, I presume, right? Oh, yes. The Temple <laughs> Discover Donuts Bowl in Philly. Philadelphia. So we have Philly or Detroit. <laughs> Really, really, the question everyone has and for where do I want to go in late December? So Philly's outdoors. Mm-hmm. Detroit is indoors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, New Mexico State is almost like our adopted team this year mm-hmm. at this point because I attended a, a game. I would rather them be indoors because I don't know how the Las Cruces folks will be handling the harsh Philly winter, <laughs> even though even though they could be getting some donuts. In, in and Philadelphia cheese and cheesesteaks. I, I would really like to see Jerry Kill run up the stairs and do the Rocky thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. When when I saw Jerry Kill, I didn't realize he was not that tall. No, he's um, a short dude. No, I was like, I thought Jerry Kill would be, you know, over, he was he was shorter than me from what I can tell uh, where I was standing when he did the Aggie walk. So, I mean, I'm not that tall of a, a guy either. I, I'm going to keep him in Detroit. Let's just keep the quick lane bowl going. Let. Let the Aggies enjoy some Detroit-style pizza, and maybe they can throw some red chili sauce on top of that pizza, too. Wow, I'm really on the fence about this one. Let's keep them in Detroit. I will be sending them to Philadelphia, and here is why. Uh, Not only is Philadelphia home of things like excellent cheesesteaks and the Rocky Steps, Side note, the last time I was in the art museum, I was in there for about an hour and then the fire alarm went off for some reason and I did not get to see most of the art, but that is beside the point. Philadelphia is also home to a place full of wonders called Reading Terminal Market, which is a very large indoor market that has a multiplicity of stands with delicious food, including cheesesteaks and the best damn donuts you'll ever have in your life. They are from Byler's, which is from my hometown. They have a stand in Lancaster as well and one at the market. And we are sending them there to get those donuts with those fancy new Discover cards, my friends. Ooh, I I mean, I I haven't Can we relocate the game to Lancaster, Pennsylvania? I haven't thought about it. They could play at Franklin and Marshall Stadium. Stadium insofar as there is one. Or Millersville. So sure. Can you imagine? 
can you imagine but it is pronounced Philly... Lancaster and I will fight you about that oh gosh no I definitely have to be on the, the Pennsylvania uh, pronunciation <laughs> yes definitely can you imagine a cheesesteak with some red and green chilies oh man Ooh. 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 time out donut cut in half oh cheesesteak oh, filling no. oh and red and green chili sauce I'm putting ah. them in Philadelphia Whoa. we're to draw so we have unless, our first unless, tie unless commission change his mind no coin flip do you have a coin? Bling, bling, bling. bling. I do. Call it. A coin? <laughs> I'm, I'm recording in the closet here, so that's... that's I have an actual coin. I have one. I have a quarter. Is, so you all okay. know, the webcam is not blurrier than the one we saw for the <laughs> what com- or conference that <laughs> was. was. the OVC? Yeah, the, the Ohio OVC Valley coin. Conference, I think. Yeah, Kamish, uh, uh, call it. Um, I, I, I'll go Tails, I guess. All right. Tails never fail. Right. Tails for Detroit. It is Tails. All right. Okay, going to Detroit. We're staying to Detroit. All right. Pick girl and I can go get some delicious cheesesteaks and donuts. I mean, a Detroit-style pizza with red and green chili on it sounds fantastic, too. So then now we're on to December 27th, a Tuesday. And for some reason, Lord has blessed us with four bowls that do not overlap. We have a full day of football. Thank you, God. Yes. The first the first game of the day at 11 a.m. Central is the Camellia Bowl. You said it right. Camellia Bowl. That's right. This you did is it. Buffalo. Congratulations. And Southern. Thank you. I'm so proud of myself. I got to give you credit. You guys. Is this a 10 a.m. local time kick? Is uh, Montgomery in the central time? Uh, Montgomery is Eastern, I think. So that would be right on the edge. Oh, it's well, central time. It's starting at 10 o'clock. But this right here is. No, because this is central. This is this is central time zone. This is LSU football. Oh, it's LSU That's football. So it's. Okay. This is all central. So it's, so it's new. So it's okay. All right. Camellia Bowl is the one that's played in Montgomery at the Crampton Bowl. So we have Buffalo, who squeaked into eligibility with their last game against Akron, where they almost fucked around and found out. By one and, point, they got to go to Montgomery. <laughs> And Georgia Southern, this is where we're sending Clay Helton and Kyle Vantries and all our boys at Georgia Southern, who have had a hell Former of a year. Buffalo quarterback Kyle Vantries, too. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Revenge. Grudge match. Revenge game. Grudge match. The cramp, who plays at the Crampton Bowl usually? I think it's, uh, is it Alabama State? The Hornets? Uh, I don't think. So they host the FCS kickoff game and five of Montgomery's high school teams. <laughs> No one else. Alabama to, State built an on-campus stadium in 2012. So they used to play there. They are in Montgomery, though. Okay, so I was technically correct, and that is the best kind of correct. It Alabama used to be State a baseball stadium. It's called the Turkey Day Classic. Did you see the mock-up of what it looked like as a baseball stadium? It's incredible. It's beautiful. <laughs> we have these two teams going to Montgomery, or the other thing I went to put on here was the Wheel of Fortune. The Wheel of Fortune song is always my favorite. The Panola Pepper Bowl, Baton Rouge, Louisiana at Tiger Stadium, <laughs> named after a super regional hot sauce made famous by the reports of someone pouring this hot sauce on Huey Long's head and face in the early 1920s after Huey Long had been alleged to cheat in a back alley poker game. <laughs> so we have Montgomery or Baton Rouge. These are all making nice little pairs that I had not imagined. Like we had yeah, Hawaii or New York. Then we get something like we had Tampa or Chattanooga. Now we get Baton Rouge or Montgomery. So hold on. Buffalo versus Georgia Southern in Tiger Stadium. <laughs> it's hard to beat that. <laughs> I mean, we ride. Yeah, they're, they're going to do it. Mike the Tiger's out there in, in his Hopefully pen not. out the other side, uh, out the other side of the pen uh, at one of the end zones. 
So yeah, I I'm gonna do it. Yeah, Baton Rouge. Like they're not gonna fill up that stadium at all. But yeah, yes. sending them the Baton Rouge. Go right ahead. Yeah, I think Kamish sold me on that. I mean, it just has on two conditions. The trophy has to be Huey Long with the hot sauce in his eyes, screaming like okay. uh done visual podcast. Sorry. And then uh, it has to be a night game. So we have to move it to the nighttime. Night oh, yeah, yeah you're, you know, it has to be a night game. You're right. Death, oh, yeah. Night game and Death Valley. In. Sold. Done. Prime I mean, time. it has to have all, all the intro, like the night game at Death Valley. The loudest place. And cut in, cut in LSU footage. Mm-hmm. And then, like, cut to the wide shots. Moving this game to CBS so it can have the CBS, like, SEC on CBS music. Yeah. Yep. The Buffalo Bulls. The best part about CBS Sports picking up all the Mountain West games this year was getting that theme before every cut into like Laramie, Wyoming. There was a part this year where everybody just kept doing that when they made the Big Ten news that CBS was going to get Big Ten. And I mean, we realized that they used the CBS music on like CBS Sports Network. For like Austin P versus Western <laughs> Kentucky, <laughs> sixty-two yards of offense. <laughs> so once you're done with your Camellia Bowl, actually, sorry, not your Camellia Bowl, your your uh, what do we call it? The Panola Pepper Bowl. We're now moving into the first Responder Bowl. Do you all know which bowl this is? Uh, it used to be something else, but I don't remember what. This was the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, classic. Uh-huh. <laughs> cotton Bowl classic. This was the bowl game that they made after the Cotton Bowl moved out of the Cotton Bowl. Then this became the Cotton Bowl classic. Then it became the first responder bowl, and they moved it to SMU Stadium, their on-campus stadium. The Gerald, Gerald R. Ford, not that Gerald R. Ford Stadium. Yeah. This is this this is the, the bowl game guy. they canceled one year because it was just raining too much. <laughs> they flew in Boise and they flew in Boston College. And then they were just like, we're was, not going to play this game because it was well, too Well, it is SMU that has like the torrential. stadium drainage issue where they had like the big bubble in the turf, right? Yep. Yeah, it yeah. was. And, was t- and TCU's, TCU's folks were talking shit being like, our field's fucking fine. <laughs> it was torrential and there was lightning. They're at SMU Stadium, which is adorable. I like it. It's really quaint. <laughs> it has poor drainage, but apparently good pickup for horse poop. Memphis had a very meh year. Utah State had a surprisingly better year than we thought they were going to or looked like it was going to. You Didn't they get their ass beat by Weber State? Yes. Was that them? Yes, that was, that was them. them. Weber State is a, we learned Weber State is a very good team. It was not a great year for Blake Anderson out in Utah State, but they're still working on that project. These are both six and six teams, I believe. Mm-hmm. I will say so, in Utah State's defense also, they're still doing pretty well on the, the Aggie chart. Oh, yes. No, on the Aggie yes. chart, they're definitely above. Some other Aggies we could name. Above yeah. some other Aggies. And they'd be UConn, so how bad could they be? I mean, Fresno, <laughs> Fresno State couldn't beat UConn. That was one at the beginning of the year where we were just like, is UConn good? We're like, is UConn <laughs> going to so be good? We're like, no, they're no fighting clue. hard in this game. Because Utah State was the defending Mountain West champs. And we're like, is UConn good? We That was, we're like, wow, they fought. Game. Our alternate bowl to the serve the first responder bowl is number 33, the Rice Bowl. In Houston, Texas, at Rice Stadium. Funnily enough, it's named after Ryder and Rice, and not the actual food. <laughs> Interview with a vampire and Queen of the Damned are featured prominently in the game, and the game takes place at midnight. <laughs> in spooky so, ass haunted Rice Stadium, where the upper deck have, is and condemned. We, and we have Houston, <laughs> Dallas. Once again, we've created a beautiful pair. It's Houston versus Dallas. 
Send them right down I-45. Memphis and Utah State, are we putting them in at the nice, shiny SMU Stadium or or condemned-ass Rice Stadium? Partially condemned Rice Stadium, (laughs) yes. where are you putting these lovely teams? I don't know. Like, Memphis in the partially condemned Rice Stadium carrying that vast pro shop energy down to to Houston? I don't know. I... Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, they're going to the the Rice Bowl. Let's do nice. it. Sam to Houston. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I'm in for the Rice Bowl. Every fan gets a free book by Ann Rice to increase literacy efforts in the community. And uh, if you sit in the upper deck, you, uh, you your ticket is free. So the stadium might be condemned, but you know. Oh yeah, easy, easy choice. They're they're going to the Rice Bowl. They get to hang out with the ghosts in the upper deck. Sorry, right. suck at Dallas. We do these things not because they are easy, but because we have to go yeah. to Rice Stadium. So Anne, Anne Rice's book is now called The Queen of the Condemned. There we go. Uh, so, yes. There we go. Funnily enough, where did Anne Rice go to school? Fucking North Texas. Hmm. Go Mean wow. Green. It's... The best ever vampire novel writer out of Denton. Yeah. Prob- I, actually, I, that probably is not true if I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess someone's fan fiction is pretty spicy up there. Yeah, don't tell oh, Anne Rice that, though. She notoriously hates fanfic writers. Oh, yeah, she does. Uh, she just recently passed away. Rip. Oh, mm-hmm. well, she... further evidence that the upper deck at the Rice Bowl is haunted. There we go. <laughs> now the game is in her honor. You've had this game at 2.15 p.m., and now you're rolling into your afternoon. Let me present you guys with the Birmingham Bowl. Coastal yes. Carolina and East Carolina. The Ooh. battle for the Carolinas, not those Carolinas, the other Carolinas. The champion gets to play Western. The Catamounts. <laughs> Go Catamounts, baby. Is there a Central Carolina? I feel like there is. There's North Central Carolina. That's, I was going to okay. say NC yeah, Central yeah. exists. Yeah, in, yeah NC, NC Central, Central exists. Central, Central Carolina Community College, College exists. And a oh, Central that. Carolina Technical College. Okay. Central Carolina Tech in Sumter. Do they have, do they have a South Carolina? Carolina. Oh. Central Carolina football. No, I do not want foot and ankle locations. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Does not look like. This game hosted Houston and Auburn last year. Oh, what a game. I blacked out on this game. Oh, it was great. (laughs) No, I remember. Houston won 17-13. Yeah, it was was a ridiculous game. And then Dana Hogerson had like the Vulcan Never mind. I remember this. With his butt hanging out. Uh, like in his like bucket of Coronas. Yeah, the, I remember this. The, like on his table. The bronzed cheeks of the Vulcan man in Birmingham. This was Didn't also the... tweet something extremely snarky too? Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. Did. he was he, yeah, he was talking big shit after this game. He was. This game was also the PapaJohns.com Bowl, the BBVA Compass Bowl, and the Jared Birmingham Bowl. Forever Wait, the like, BBVA like, Compass Bowl in our hearts. Right. And by our Jared hearts, I mean Pitt fans, because we went there three years in a row. Yeah, this is this is Pitt's home. And what was what was Pitt's record in those three games there, Pitt Girl? Okay. I was not a Pitt fan yet, but I would not be shocked if they were 0-3. I know they lost at least one of them. <laughs> one and two. Okay. Beat Kentucky, lost to SMU, lost to Ole Miss. Yeah. Respectable. This year they get Coastal and East Carolina, which is a way better game than it probably should be. I don't know how Coastal's how like not banged up Coastal's gonna be. If they look like they did against Troy, they're gonna get boat raced by Easter by East Carolina. So Well, Mr. Yeah. McCall Grayson did just enter the transfer portal. The coach left and went to 
I don't know what's going to happen here, Coastal. They're, they're feisty. There's a lot of folks in the transfer portal. And East Carolina, I don't know what they're going to look like either. That's why these ball games are fun. This is Yeah, this, this game is, like, is going to be fun. I'm just going to say, we don't bet on anything at all. Don't bet on this game. Don't do not do it. Oh, don't bet like, on bowl games. No one fucking don't, bet on bowl games. God, don't, don't do, do that. Like, don't. Like, just do the regular season because you know who's playing. Then you got to figure out all the opt-outs, wherever the coach went where. Maybe your coordinator left and went to another job to take another job somewhere else. Yeah, don't don't do that. Don't. Well, one, don't of the, do one of the one of the one of the stats guys that we that I I follow and work with on stuff and I forget who it was or I, I dropped the name had me convinced that we should just drop all bowl stats from records because they're basically random number generators. Yeah, I'd believe that. The one thing with that though is that it is a useful data point in terms of like interconference play, particularly with conferences that don't you don't see each other a lot. Which, as a side note, can we please have more Pac-12 SEC bowl games? Like, if we're gonna add bowl games can we add those please please and not florida playing against a clearly better oregon state now i've jinxed it though florida's probably gonna win now they're they're gonna be vegas powered it's gonna be real fun (laughs) yeah so the other thing about this game is that it's no longer interesting is that this used to be in legion field oh now it's at protective stadium which is uab's new baby they tried to sanitize the Birmingham Bowl. This is not cool. <laughs> this is where they had the 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 beautiful opening ceremonies to the World Games, which I covered in depth this summer. That was a lot of fun. I, I Watching them do orienteering, running around a community college was, in Birmingham. That was the one I was live tweeting yeah. orienteering. Oh my god, she took the wrong turn. What's going on? <laughs> oh, why did she go up the stairs that way while she's holding her map, trying to figure out how to navigate a campus in Birmingham? It's beautiful. So our other option for this bowl game is... Number 10, the Matrimony City Bowl. The Las Vegas Compatibility Bowl, which we covered last time, was briefly renamed in 2015 after being sponsored by Matrimony City, a local drive through marriage chapel. Matrimony City went out of business in 2016 and the name reverted. However, Matrimony City is back open now. So this is in Vegas at the MGM Grand Marquis Ballroom. So back- we discussed the last time the, ba- the ballroom ceilings are about 23 feet to high, so it's low for a punt. And lots of they hire a medic, unlike they didn't have for the women's games that were played there. Right. So we're also going to need a medic on, st- on site. So we have either Vegas or Birmingham. Really, the Vegas of the South, as a lot of people have said. I'm going to vote first this time because I never get to vote first. I'm going to claim Go this. Go right vote. ahead. You vote first. Go ahead. I'm going to leave him in Birmingham because Birmingham isn't truly an international city like we saw this summer. And I don't think that you can get that kind of worldliness in Vegas. I mean, I saw Charles Barkley throw a cork ball. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to see that in Vegas. Wow. That was terrible. It was terrible. He couldn't he hit terrible. it. Terrible. He was one for four. He was there with, with Dutch corfball star, insert name here, Floor Hoek. And <laughs> absolutely got wrecked by her. So I don't know. Amazing. Vegas or Birmingham? Birmingham. The question we've all asked ourselves, Birmingham. Yes. The questions we have all asked ourselves. Uh, Birmingham, because the MGM Grand Marquee Ballroom already has a bowl game, as established on our last show. And also because, as a Pitt fan, I'm morally obliged to support the Pittsburgh of the South. Andrew? Is Birmingham the one with the statue of Hephaestus? Yes. Yes. Yep. Got the The ass. Birmingham. Got the ass. Yep. The Vulcan. The Vulcan butt cheeks. Yes done like it's it's fun because everybody forgets about it and then they see the trophy and then they see the statue of birmingham and just seeing all that 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 ham out there uh definitely it's more like birmingham uh but no they're staying staying in birmingham for sure 
Can I say that Vulcan butt cheeks has a very different Are you thinking about Spock? I used to write fan fiction. I'm just going to put it like that. Oh my god, no. You did? No. No. I was going to say I used to write Trek fic. No. We're going to leave it at that. I will find your fanfiction.net account now that you've told me this. Oh, damn. Hope it got burned to the ground. Between that and all my Sailor, all my Sailor Moon fanfiction, it's all through Sunday. Oh, Jesus. No. <laughs> this is therapy. This is totally no, no, this is not therapy because I haven't told my therapist that. Oh, <laughs> you heard it here first, Jordan's therapist. We know you're mm-hmm. out there. <laughs> you've had the Birmingham Bowl and you're settled in for your nightcap. kick central the guaranteed rate bowl this is oklahoma state and wisconsin and we've sent them out to arizona Uh, are they still playing this game in a baseball stadium or is it actually yeah it's at chase field oh excellent this is the one where it downpoured last year because they had they left the roof they left the roof open to start with and it downpoured they almost had to like delay the game because of rain in a domed stadium it rained for the first 20 minutes of the game. It was so funny. This was also the Cheez-It Bowl, the original Cheez-It Bowl, not this fucking not this fucking fancy Cheez-It Bowl. The Cactus Bowl, the Motel 6 Cactus Bowl, Ticket City Cactus Bowl, Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl, Insight Bowl, Insight.com Bowl, Copper Bowl, the Weiser Lock Copper Bowl, the Domino's Pizza Copper Bowl, and then just the Copper Bowl. Man, we really need a Texas, uh, the Cactus. Wow, that was brain fart. We need that logo back with the goalpost as a cactus. So. It is. That's still the logo. We still have a cactus, cactus goalpost logo. So yes, this is played at the Diamondback Stadium. Wait, they used to play this at Sun Devil Stadium, like an actual football field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Then they moved it to a baseball field. Yep. Yeah. Because yes. why would you play on a football field when you can play on a baseball field with really weird interior camera angles, which is the only thing that I remember about earlier iterations of this game? Because I missed the Cheez It Bowl, the one that was like uh, the TCU one. ultimate yeah. bowl game because Cal- I had a TCU, migraine. Yeah. The best part about the Cheez It branding, and we've said this on the Discord, but I'm not sure we've said it in the, the podcast before, is that the Cheez It logo that they made for this game has the Arizona flag in it. You can see the sun rays in the background. And they've just copied and pasted this logo for their new ones in Florida. So the new Florida ones, they got rid of the cactus, but it still has the Arizona state flag in it. Do better. No, don't. Graphic design is their passion and it's our passion too. These are two teams that definitely had seasons. Oklahoma (laughs) State, remember when Oklahoma State was doing so well? And then like, like a plane, they just lost all the engines at once. They had to make an emergency landing, and the emergency landing was in Phoenix. Can I admit to some extreme sicko behavior? Go ahead. I was at a game where I watched Graham Mertz absolutely cook Northwestern and throw for 300 yards and five mm-hmm. touchdowns, but he's not playing in this game, unfortunately. Looks like he's going to Kentucky, so I saw just that. wanted that... to admit to some sicko behavior. That's good. This is a safe space. This is a safe space. Yeah, it was It was the game after uh, Paul Chris got fired. They were fired up to, to play Northwestern. I they got, they got that post-firing interim coach bounce. And then they didn't. <laughs> Oklahoma State really? didn't quite do the six the six wins and six losses, but came very close. Very close. They won five in a row, lost to TCU, beat Texas, <laughs> and then lost the last five except for Iowa State. What so, was the final score against Kansas State? Against Kansas State? That was 48 to 48 zero. Nothing? Yeah, 48 to oh. zero. That's 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 bad. That's not as bad. You know, that's actually worse than what Texas put up against uh, Oklahoma. So, 
Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. Sorry. Texas went 49 to zero against Oklahoma. <laughs> that is our primary location. Let's see if we can get them someplace nicer than Phoenix. I mean, what's nicer than Phoenix, really? I don't know. Somewhere that's not an affront to water use. So we have number 40, the Billy Goat Leaf Blower Bowl. <laughs> in Evanston, Illinois at Ryan Field. Yes. See, it all comes back to Evanston. From the makers of the Billy Goat Weed Eater come the all new Billy Goat Leaf Blower. Billy Goat Leaf Blowers pack the power to clear out your entire yard from leaves and all other debris. All Billy Goat products sound just like a screaming goat the entire time you use them. <laughs> I'm sure the neighbors in Evanston are going to love that. They're known for not being, <laughs> they're known for like loving loud noises and bright lights. Wait, wait. Gonna, so this would be a night game? In Ryan Field, so they'd have to bring in actual lights. Yep. For this one, which, mm-hmm. which they don't have. Mm-hmm. Which so they have to like. There's not any permanent lights in Ryan Field. It's the only stadium they're in college football in the, that doesn't have permanent just lighting. In the parking lot. Yep. So like sandbags on them just from tipping over. Yep. It's, <laughs> it's those. It's those like spotlights you see on like generators and stuff mm-hmm. when you go to the fireworks stands here in Texas. Like, come get fireworks. It's a giant spotlight that's what ryan field uses to illuminate night games if they ever have those i'm gonna say that that, gundy's mullet i'm gonna say that the generators also will sound like screaming goats the whole time (laughs) what is that is it is it like that is it was it a goat that did like that that famous scream Mm -hmm. like (laughs) so we have phoenix or evanston that's a choice (laughs) no one's made can't pass up there's a leaf blower it, it reminds me of the poolan weed eater it's a billy goat leaf blower i don't care it's in ryan field it makes it even better more sickos i'm sending them to evanston just do it wisconsin's at home they already won in evanston so they're, uh, they're fine with it oklahoma state you know they're having a horrible season they they, they kind of fell apart after they they lost that game the tcu and ot and it all went bad their quarterbacks in the transfer portal now, so why not send them to Evanston? I would love a snowy Mike Gundy. I'm all in on Evanston as well. Going to bat for the mediocre to slightly falling apart Ryan Field. I just need an image. Do we all know the image of the when they did the Northwestern like reveal the um, uniform where they come out of the lake? Yes. I just want that but Mike Gundy like just coming out of the lake. So and point the leaf blower at him so he gets the like right. flowing oh, yes. wet hair. Done. Yeah. Flowing oh, hair. Yes. And then he shakes it out. Mm-hmm. Just oh. says you're watching. It's it's not it's not polar bear plunge ball. level uh level cold yet in mm. Illinois. But in, I mean, in Lake Michigan it absolutely is. I was it in will Lake be. It will be. I was in Lake Lake Ontario last summer in june and the water was 60 degrees and lake michigan is much deeper mm-hmm. it is always a polar bear plunge when you are walking te- into lake the, michigan the temperature of lake michigan in that area is 41 degrees okay yeah. doing it okay i'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm all for the evanston trip uh pick girl where are you sending them Oh, they're going to Evanston. Uh, sweetening the pot a little bit for the neighbors uh halftime show also featuring leaf blowers Ooh, yeah a 21 and, leaf blower salute. And every time any of the teams score, leaf blowers. Leaf blowers. First down, leaf blowers. Third down, leaf blowers. Punt, leaf blowers. Move those change. DJ, what, what, what does the DJ have on his mix? Leaf blowers. Leaf blowers. <laughs> what is the DJ's name? DJ leaf blower. leaf blower. Absolutely. I really want this bowl game to happen. Is this a real product? I have no clue. It is now. Trademark Sicko's Committee. 
Uh, Holy crap, it is. It's real. Oh, okay, yeah. Someone beat, wow. it. beat us to it. That's Oh, actually, this thing, they have something called the hurricane. Whoa. Oh, these leaf blowers are like the bad boy mowers of leaf blowers. These are like walk behind leaf blowers. Oh, my yeah. God. Wheeled and stand on blowers. What? Nice. What is it, like a hover? What is it, like a hovercraft with a leaf blower on it? I uh, know. You could absolutely turn this into a hovercraft, though. If you pointed it the other direction, you absolutely could. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be a thousand feet off the ground. Imagine an industrial so, fan sla- strapped on to, like, your regular garden variety walk-behind lawnmower, and you've got a pretty good idea of these leaf blowers. These are definitely – I can't believe that this is not made by bad boy, bad boy mowers because they all look like they should be. Why is bad? bad why has bad boy mower not sued them yet? Is my question. Bad boy blowers. <laughs> bad boy blowers and mowers. I'm seeing these cost like two thousand bucks. Oh my god! Yeah, they're like the cheapest ones, eight hundred dollars. That's and that's for the that's for the tiny one. Okay, now I can really see this. The halftime show. It's the band that are on like these riding leaf blowers, <laughs> <laughs> and they can get in perfect formation because. <laughs> One hand on the flute. Oh, Beautiful. On the flute. Oh, my God. So this was this was apparently our preview of the second set of bowl games. <laughs> we did a good job. We previewed them very well, guys. We gave them all the as much seriousness as they needed to be given. <laughs> we will be back on our usual schedule, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So back. we'll record. So we'll record the 18th. We'll put out the 19th for our, the next set of bowl games that will get us through New Year's, I believe. Yeah, so we're going to do recording on the 18th and 20th, and then that's it. Uh, we'll probably come back maybe the 8th of January. we got to break down the college national championship. Two hours, sure. baby. We're going to be talking schematics, talking the, the, the nuts and bolts of these games. Yes. We're not going to sure. just sit here and recap the fucking Papa John's Bowl for two hours. We would never do that. Oh, before probably. I forget, D2, D3 championships this weekend. D3 championship is on Friday. Yes. On ESPN Plus, that is yes. going to be Mount Union and North Central. North Central, Mount and that Union. game is in that game is in Annapolis on Saturday. Right. Mary Hart and Baylor lost. They got oh, they blown got crushed. The fuck out. Forty nine fourteen. North Central crushed them. And then we have our D two championship on Saturday at noon Central. That is Colorado School of Mines and Ferris State. Yep, and you'll be there, right? I will be at that one. Awesome. Don't forget about the FCS semis. I was going to say that too. On Friday, we have Incarnate Word at the Fargo Dome against North Dakota State. Yes. Uh, North Dakota State is favored by nine and a half. Uh, we'll see if Incarnate Word can keep it going with GJ Kinney. Keen <laughs> Kinney as the coach. Uh, and then on Saturday, with all the bowl madness going on, don't forget about the FCS game hanging around. I'll probably be able to put some bowl games on the quad box. <laughs> it's Montana State versus South Dakota State. This oh, one be should so be this should be an absolute banger. That's gonna be an amazing game. South Dakota State got beaten in Bozeman last year by Montana State revenge. in the semis. South Dakota State has the home game in the semis. I feel like they're going to be wanting revenge. Montana State does not have that cursed Bozeman home field advantage. Uh, they'll be in Brookings, South, uh, South Dakota. Probably still be a slip and slide on the sideline now. Probably. I, God, I hope do, so. 
You want to check the weather here? Yeah, Saturday, Brookings, South Dakota. Forecasting. We're going to have to bring back the meteorology. Uh, oh, my God. The high <laughs> on Saturday in Brookings, South Dakota is nine. Yes. Nine. The low is negative one. Oh, oh no. But these it's are two teams cool. that are built for this weather. 16-mile-an-hour winds. <laughs> so the wind chill is going to be negative. So we're, we're praying for the reporters that are out there in Brookings. Uh, stay warm somehow. And I think that's all we got for this week. We will see you guys on the other side.